0: Brands need to understand how they can impact society, especially today, and what's the power of the internet. The
1: word mission. is always kind of a bit of a buzzword, but what it really means to be a mission-led company.
0: To do the work internally, define your mission, define your purpose, define your value. And then once this is defined, then you can get the message internally and spread to the external.
1: That's always what motivates me at Rumble. It's not just words or campaigns it's always rooted in action we're all change makers right we're all trying to drive something
0: bigger the challenge is how you can be you know a leader that can inspire your team and how can you be a leader that you can stand there for the values for the mission the purpose
1: the way that it's going to continue successful is driving meaningful content by driving something that adds value
0: Hi everyone, Marjan Ovizi, founder and CMO of Imaging Power, and this is our Imaging Power Influencer Marketing Uncovered podcast. Today on our episode, we will dive in in a very important topic around the positive impact that brands can have on society. For this, we will be welcoming a very special guest coming from a brand that is redefining social norms and turning the dating landscape into a safe place by celebrating individuality and women empowerment. Today, we'll be joining by the lovely Naomi Walkland, VP of Marketing at Bumble for Europe, the Middle East, and Africa. With over more than nine years of experience in the marketing industry, Naomi has not only led the Bumble marketing team, but has also been an advisor for Adweek, OK Mentor, and the Marketing Academy. Naomi, welcome to MG Empower Influencer Marketing Uncovered Podcast. Thank you so much for accepting our invitation. It's such an honor to have you here with us today.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here and talk about such an important topic.
0: Amazing. So in today's episode, we'll be discussing how brands can shape the digital landscape to Be a kinder place and still achieve business success. To start off our conversation, Naomi, I would love you if you can share with our listeners today a little bit of your background and a little bit about you. Yes,
1: of course. Well, thank you again. It's so exciting to be here. Um, so, I'm Naomi Walkland and I'm the VP of Mayor Marketing at Bumble. Um, just so everyone knows what Bumble is, Bumble is the women first social networking platform, connecting people in dating, friendship and business. I've been at Bumble for over three years now. And prior to Bumble, did a lot of consulting, my own consultancy company. And then my background before then was really communications and advertising and creative agencies as well. So always loved being in that creative industry. Um, but I was really, really drawn to Bumble for a number of reasons. So one, when I was consulting um Bumble's and my clients and I was helping them launch Bumble Biz so that's our professional networking service in the UK and I loved the mission I loved the values I loved the leadership um I found it so inspiring and we all you know for those on the agency side you always have that one client that you over deliver one so much because you just love it so much and on a personal note I actually met my husband on Bumble so I you know I know what it's like to be the consumer so to say. And um, There was a great opportunity um, that the team approached me about, which was to really kind of launch Bumble on International Markets. And I'm really, really passionate around women's empowerment and um, supporting women and advancing women and equality and... For me, it felt like such an exciting opportunity to be able to do some of the work that I was doing in my day-to-day life, but at the larger scale. So I um, took that and I've not looked back, and it's been a roller coaster. It's been absolutely amazing, but I've absolutely um, loved it. And then on a personal note, I... I was Just saying, I've just left London, so born and bred in London, left the big city and have done the big countryside move. So, I'm with my husband and my little puppy Rocky, who may or not, may not appear at some point during this call.
0: Naomi, I like, I absolutely love your story. So, I like, we, we've we been working together, like Imaging Power and Bumble, for about one year and a half. And I can say that I shared the same passion for Bumble, for the values of the brand. And how Bumble is redefining, you know, the way women should be, you know, approaching uh, when it comes to dating, and how we should empower women to take the first step. So I think the work that you have been doing since you started Bumble is is brilliant. And as Bumble is one of our clients, I can say that it's been a wonderful opportunity for us to dive into this topic and really support you know your marketing strategy and supporting you on the redefining that landscaping of dating so again thank you so much and story you're such an inspirational Uh as a professional and as a person. So, so delighted to have you here with us today. Uh, Naomi, okay, so we are talking about today, like I think we have been seeing, especially the past year, how brands are rethinking the way they work on the digital landscape, right? Because I think the pandemic was a a huge wake-up call for every brand, for every industry, every segment of how to approach social when it comes to defining messaging, when defining, you know, storytelling behind of what, you know, brands wanted to say uh, online. Uh, And last year, especially, we saw so many movements around, you know, uh, social. We have the black, you know... um, movement that we had in October last year and then all the, you know the, the election in the US. So we saw a lot of you know uh, brands and especially creators coming with a different approach when it comes to, you know to create content. And more than ever, brands really need to think on how to create that kinder place. We think social and at the same time, think of how achieve success. So from your perspective, uh, how brands need to understand how they can impact society, especially today, and what's the power of the internet and social media have when it comes to creating those digital strategies.
1: Yes, it's been a crazy year, and for those in the UK, the last couple of days have been really crazy and sad, and um, you know, um, especially of what's happened with football. So, I think there's definitely been a bit of an awakening um, over the last year, which is you know, sometimes I do believe that you kind of need to rip off the band aid in order for things to actually heal. Um, I think it's a really
0: good point, and I ask this and I get discussed this a lot um, is a lot of the
1: stuff. Can't happen if you don't have the right people at the companies. It starts internally, and um, you know, practicing a kinder, more inclusive or equitable space, or all of those things. You needs to start at the company. You need to start with who is on your team. You need to start before the before you can even think about that, because change starts internally before going externally. So um, I really believe in diversity of thought and people and ethnicities and all sorts on um in companies that needs to exist fundamentally that needs to be the first point of call because in order to drive real change it needs to start at the center of the company and i think so often now we see you know the word mission oriented companies it's almost a kind of bit of a buzzword to say in a certain extent but what it really means to be a mission-led company and to kind of give you an example of my work at Bumble, Bumble is a mission-led company. We are focused on safety, inclusive inclusivity, equality, and really making sure that people have a healthy pl- um, place to make meaningful connections. But that starts with our mission. And so when I think about that, that's core to Bumble. It's not something that as a result of what's happened over the last couple of years, we've then pivoted. It's core to the brand's DNA. And so I really encourage companies um, to really think, what do we stand for beyond generating profit like what 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 is that key thing that we're trying to change because all things are trying to drive some sort of impact positively whether that's environmentally or people or cultural different aspects there's something we're trying to drive and so i think one thing is like making sure that it's core to the mission and the values and also educating that everyone in the company kind of shares those values and shares the principles of the company as well because that's just as important and when I think around um, over the last couple of years, what's happened, a lot of what we've done as a brand has been stuff that we've continuously done. So when I think about um, the Black Lives Matter movement, we um, we launched a pledge. So you had to sign a pledge when you um, downloaded Bumble and all people who were existing um, customers and part of our community to say that you don't agree with certain behaviours and you agree with the behaviours and values that Bumble holds. And so that's something which is inherent to us. It wasn't something we had to just add on as well. But I think a lot of companies need to think about, like, how can we do this meaningfully? Because as we know, rightfully or wrongfully, there is a call out culture. And there's a call out culture of, you know, if it's not genuine, you know, what are you doing? Where And there's almost this kind of language around, like, show us your receipts. What What is the track record of doing this? And I appreciate at the same time, it can be quite intimidating for a lot of brands because it's like, okay, I want to start because I want to acknowledge that. But I think it's around making sure it's done authentically, truly and meaningfully as well. So I, do, I don't I do think it's one solution. I think there's a whole host of things from who the teams are internally to how you start working through and how you communicate externally to create a safe space and safe platform. And um really show that you're um wanting to help communities positively and positively have that impact as well
0: i love naomi that you said about always it internally right so it's not that it's very important for 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 companies to to do the work internally right first define your mission define your purpose define your value and then once this is defined, then you can you know get the message internally and spread to the external. So curiosity here. How do you embed that value and mission and purpose to the team internally? Because I think it's very important when uh, overall, right, when we're hiring new employers, that we're hiring or building new teams. So how to create that environment where everyone will be sharing the same values the same purpose of the brand that are joining to work so do you have like what what because like me being a founder you know of of an agency we do have our purpose as well for what we do but for me my perspective is very important that when we have people joining us that they all share the same vision and and mission so how do you do that when you're looking to build your team yeah
1: There's a couple of things, a couple of things practical, a couple of things that are just as leaders. As leaders, you need to embody the values of the business thing that's fundamental. You need to demonstrate that day in, day out. You need to embody, you know, when I think about ours, kindness, respect, equality, healthy relationships, equity, that's all part of our mission, but it's also what I stand for as a leader as well. So it's really important that I embody those values and um, set an example. That is the job of a leader to set an example and to hold true influence over that as well. When I think around the team, I'm always looking and I would ask questions to understand people's values and what they stand for from an interview perspective. But from a practical perspective, I think there's lots of things that you can do is just, you know, group away days, let's get together. What do we think about the mission? What do you think about the values? What do we have as our own team mission? So whilst we have the company mission, we also have our team mission. What do we want to drive and how do we want to contribute to that as well? So. For, um, the team my team we had an away day a couple of weeks ago and we spoke around like the vision for our team and what we want to achieve and what's important to us what's going well what's not going well and that focusing on our team makes it more tangible and then we can apply that to what that means at a wider mission level as well so i think that's some practical teams but i fundamentally believe that leaders do need to represent the values and showcase and demonstrate what is acceptable and what we stand for the company as well so I always practice that and you know leadership is hard as I'm sure you probably notice and sometimes you're in a bad mood or life happens but you need to always kind of remember that you are that example and you are representing um your your team and the individuals around you and I think um I'm the team that I have are simply absolutely amazing so even when there are down days or you know you're, you're human i'm just like this team are amazing and i can't wait to speak to them i get so excited and um, but i really do think it's around you as a leader and you like representing those values and setting that because you know we've all been or experienced places where the culture might be off but it starts from the top it starts from leadership and i think i'm really fortunate that um at bumble not only for me as myself as a leader but other leaders in the business really represent such values and I think it's so, so important to really be a, a company where leadership and value driven behaviours as a start from the top. And I think one thing I always um, love to hear when people start is they just say, everyone's just so kind at Bumble, everyone wants to help, everyone's so friendly, i never experienced that. And that really is testament to the amazing culture and DNA that our um, leaders have bought and Whitney started this company.
0: Amazing. And then I think like I totally agree with you that like if you develop, you know, a kind environment within, then you can develop a kind environment externally when it comes to digital, because the values that you have internally, you're expressing that externally on your marketing activities and yes, Naomi, leadership is all about standing there with your values and make sure you're being like the example for the rest uh, rest of the team. Uh, it's uh, funny because it, I got a lot of questions people ask, cha- what is the most challenging for you to have your own business? I said, it's a leadership, you know, because to have the business itself, your clients, not that it's easy, but the challenge is how you can be, you know, a leader that can inspire your team and how can you be a leader that you can stand there for the values, for the mission, the purpose of what you're doing and making sure that everyone it's it's aligned with that and engaging to make it happen with the same goal and, and vision. Uh, it's a great challenge. It's a and very rewarding, right? When you get the right team, when you see your team working really hard to that, you know, to that, uh, to that purpose. Naomi, talking, we are talking a lot about, of course, about Bumble, and one of the Bumble's premises has been about making the internet, the digital, as we are just saying, a kind place which is something that I I love like every time you guys come with a new you know marketing campaign I I go like wow this messaging are getting better and better because the positivity on the messaging that the brand pass, like when you do all the big advertisings here in London, especially the big, you know, like the, the 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 bus stop and the big outdoors, the message is so powerful and it makes you think when you read, you go like, wow, I never thought about that. And I really love it, like how you how Bomb and your team uh, are creating those storytelling about empower women. So how have you been able, as a, you know, as a leader of your team, uh, to grow from words into action with the promise of Bumble? Because I think this is amazing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the internet's really, it is, it's not a great place. And that's the reality. There's always going to be some challenges. And I think we really put take action on everything as much as possible. We're constantly evolving our policies and features to make um, make dating a safer place. And I think that can be seen in a lot of the things that we've done recently, such as ban- banning body shaming, um, educating on fetishization and banning that and not standing for that because Ultimately, we want people to date safely and make hate connections safely. So we need to put some protocols and guardrails in to make sure that people feel truly safe. And so for us, we're constantly looking at, constantly innovating, constantly speaking to our community. What more can we do? And we recognise that it's not always going to be, um, the internet's not always going to be kind, but what can we do in our Sophia, our space to make sure that people feel safe. So safety is a huge, huge important um, part of us as part of our DNA, It's part of our values as well as what we share. So we're constantly looking at new ways. I think some of the latest things that we've done have really been around taking that action and making sure that people feel that they can date and make connections safely, but also if you don't share those values, we kind of don't want you on our platform. You know, our platform's a place to have safe and healthy, and we have no qualms in that. So for example, of our body shaming ban where um, we have algorithms to detect any sort of language, so transphobic, fatphobic, ableist language, all sorts of different language. And we always seek of education, so if that person supported, we'll educate them as to why that language isn't tolerated. It's really important to always start up education. You don't know what you don't know. But if they continue to repeat that, we will ban people from our platform. I think that's really important as well. It's like, we don't share our values. We don't want you on the platform because we're here trying to make a kind and safer space. So we really lead by action. And I think, you know, on a personal note, that's always um, what's motivated me at Bumble. It's not just words or campaigns. It's always rooted in action. And I think um, to a certain extent, like I would say, it's so, we're all change makers, right? We're all trying to drive something um, bigger um, for, the, for the society really, and uh, it's really remarkable. So um, yes, I absolutely think it's the important thing, but on a personal note, it's really important to me that companies do take action. And also um, take a stand for something that they're able to control and influence. It's really important, um, really, really important.
0: Absolutely. And then I love the fact that you said about community that you said that we are always listening to your, what your community are saying. How do you, uh, work with your community in terms of applying what they're requesting, what they're saying, and again, making to action? So how, how your community impact on your marketing strategy? Definitely
1: everything. I mean, our customers the heart of everything and that's and that's absolutely how it should be so there's feedback that we get um from our kind of community operations team and moderations team from anything from social from all sorts of feedback that we get even stuff that we do review with um Empower, power such as our influencer campaigns we'll review the comments we'll review the sentiment it's really really important so we take a lot of that on board and um, we speak a lot to our community as well understand how they're feeling so for example um during the pandemic we knew that virtual dating was very new to a lot of our you know to sense to a lot of our community and we created some tools and features to help them navigate that point uh, point, navigate that, um, that change and so if we don't listen we won't be able to evolve and make sure that our community feel like they're equipped and safe on the platform as well so it's really at the heart of it and I think um you know we've just done the latest campaign around kind of getting back to dating as well and that's fun and cheeky and playful but it's it's based on consumer and customer insights i think very fortunate that you know half the team have met their partners on bumble so i think we're very close <laughs> to understanding to understanding what um what people want and need there's quite a few people on the team who are um, who've met their partners or getting married and things, so I think we have a good pulse of what it's like to be a single lady, um, and what what you're looking for as well. So that really really helps us a lot of um, empathy based on our own experiences as well.
0: No, I I love the fact that you guys have a real story to talk about, yeah. Bumble. So for you listening to the, so for listening to us today. You know it's real it's happened you know like it's not just a dating app for you to go there and have fun you can really find the love of your life there and it's this yeah. is uh, amazing i i just like i feel like uh, totally obsessed by these stories and the good stories yeah. like yours uh at bumble and naomi you mentioned about the influencer marketing so how, like, we've been working together for the past one year and a half, as I said at the beginning of our conversation. So how influencer marketing, how the creators impact the accomplishment of your mission? So, because here we, we love to talk about like uncovering uh, influencer marketing because outdoor influencer marketing has been around for, you know, more than five years A lot of brands are still trying to navigate the world of influencer marketing and how actually influencers, talents, creators can really create an impact for brands and how to measure that results and how to measure the impact. And I know of working with you guys that influencer marketing plays a huge role on, on what you do and to support you to... To accomplish your mission, what is your take on that?
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, firstly, the work that you have done for us is absolutely superb and brilliant. Um, so thank you for that. I think um, one, you need to find a good partner to be able to do this. Not pushing energy and power, but you need to be able. That is the first and mental answer. You need to have a strong partner who understands the missions and the values and can help create the right strategy which will um support your goals and business goals so i really do see it as a partnership it's not something that we can do by ourselves it's absolutely something you need the right partner and the same partner who shares the values and the understanding of the business I think for us, and I'm going to speak about MG Empower in one thing which is really unique about MG Empower um, and the ability to kind of talk about our mission and values is there's an understanding of the business metrics. And I think that's really important. We have commercial objectives, but we also have brand objectives as well. And I think fusing that is one of mg empower's sweet spots absolute sweet spots but when i think around some of the campaigns that we've done such as the body shaming announcements different things there's the understanding of what we want to achieve so we want to get this message out there and drive awareness of it but we also want to make sure we're speaking to um or working with the right creators who have those communities and authentically speak about it as well and so i think there's a combination of different things but i think in partnership with MG Empower, we've always had that outlook, like what's the holistic outlook, like how do we speak authentically to these communities, how do we grow Bumble's message in these communities, also how do we help achieve those commercial aims that we want to achieve as a business, so I really see it's a three-pronged approach that we take this approach to um, doing so, but I think in the type of um, the influencers and creators that we work with as well, is um, we're always looking for people who stand with purpose and share our values to a certain extent. So it's, you know, I see it as Bumble's values, Empty Empower's values, and then also the creators' values. And that really is that sweet spot of getting really great work. And I think we've been really fortunate that all of the campaigns you've done to date across Europe have not only created a positive impact in these communities that we want to do or align with the creator's values. They've also had commercial impact for us as well um, as a business, which is you know really important as well. So I do think it's um, a unique spot of you guys. So it's really the answer I should be asking you, to be honest, it's testament to the work that you've all done.
0: <laughs> First of all, thank you so much for the kind words. The team will be delighted to hear uh, your feedback. And uh, yes, it's been such a pleasure working with Bumble. And then again, I think I totally agree with you. That is a combination of work with a partner that shares the same value. Because for us, it's not just about having a new briefing from a new client, but what that briefing means to the value of our business. Is it something that is really resonate with us? It's something that we will be passionate about working together with the clients to make that happen not just getting the creator to create a content but out ultimately as you said getting the results as well and i think it's we are very aligned on that like on the mission that you guys have and the mission that we have as you said is a is a it's been a great uh it's been a great uh, partnership and combination And Naomi, like for me, like talents are so important when you're we are selecting the influencers to participate on a campaign. When I started five years ago, it was all about how many followers the creator Mm. will have. Oh, if they have one million followers, okay, great. Let's go for that person or that creator because they have a huge number of followers. But as the industry industry has evolved. Now is the opposite. We just don't need to look for the numbers of followers that the influencer has, but what are the values of the influencer and that value of the influencer met with the value of the brand? Because it's so important that that authenticity, when we are working with creators, are met with your brand, because otherwise consumers now they're very savvy right especially Mm -hmm. the new generation the millennials and of course the gen zers so they know when they're looking into a creator content if that's really genuine or if you know there is authenticity behind so for us when you're doing procurement it's all about okay let's do like a really proper kind of you know uh review on that influence understand what of type of content they create? What is the tone of voice? Not mm. just about the metric. And then we go back to the cultural voices, which is something that Bumble has been typing into it a lot, especially the past uh, the past year. That is not just more about working with the perfect influencer with the perf- perfect picture and the perfect edition of the video, but like making sure that the influencer shares the same values and has the cultural voice that is impacting. On a healthy and safe environment, I think is this is super important.
1: I agree. I agree, and I think,
0: um, you know, I definitely agree. Like
1: back in the day, even when we probably started and thinking about influence marketing, we like reach, 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 the most, you know, all of these different things. But actually, what we realised is, you know, of course, sometimes reach is absolutely useful in a campaign. But what it is is to foster those deeper connections with those audiences and communities and that sometimes might be reach and they might have that but it sometimes might be you know a nano influence or a micro influence as well and so I think for us what we're really trying to do is like build great relationships and drive our brand in communities and so we need to do that in a sustainable way where we can actually drive that brand message a lot deeper
0: yeah and we've talked about the micro influencers and the nano influencers again like 5 years ago we wouldn't even consider to collaborate mm-hmm. with micro and nano and today my god they are the ones that really have the loyal community that they have the you know that they are driving conversions they are driving brand awareness it's been great to see the how this has evolved and how micro and nano influencers are playing a huge role uh, when it comes to working with you no know, influencer marketing, uh, with uh, you know, with brands like Bumble, for example, we see like how they are driving that community through their actually community that the followers that they have. It's been amazing, uh, to see how this uh, are are evolving. Not that the mega influencers and the macro influencers they still have an importance, mm-hmm. of course, because they're the ones that are getting the reach, right? So, and you have to have a balance. You have Absolutely. to have the reach, but you also have to have the conversion, but you also have to have the authenticity. So how to make that balance when you're creating the tier strategy, I think is fundamentally for the success of a campaign. Absolutely. And you guys are simply brilliant at that. <laughs> <laughs> and Naomi, and how, like, let's talk about the, the cultural voices. So how the cultural voice has shaped you know, the way that Bumble communicated on a digital landscape. We did the campaign last year, uh, My Black Love Is, which we are, you know, going forward uh, next Ooh. week. So fingers crossed. And actually, I think we're going to have another one, Naomi. We're going to get the confirmation Ooh. tomorrow. So fingers crossed. Uh, so that campaign itself, it's like, uh, it's uh, too personal to me. It's one of my favorite since I've started the agency so it it meant so much for us to be involved uh, on that campaign so tell us a little bit more about my love black is campaign yeah. and how those cultural voices that participate in that campaign impact on this incredible you know that was all of the place like Twitter PR That's so well. to talk. <laughs> yeah.
1: it was um... It's definitely, it's actually really, um, everyone that I speak to who is involved, kind of from agency side to creative to individuals, felt so touched by that campaign. And it's amazing, but it's also one of the reasons why it was so impactful is because it's never been done, which is kind of in a sense a bit sad, you know, that, that's something like that had not been done, but people felt so emotionally connected to um, demonstrating Black love. And one of the things which kind of led us to this campaign is that when you look at mainstream spaces, black love isn't represented. You think about black love, the most things that come into your mind are Beyonce and Jay-Z. When you think about black British love, until my love is black love, even myself as a black woman, I couldn't think of many examples. And so we started based on that. And for us, it was really about, you know, we've got our mission, and our values and what we stand for. But we need the cultural voices to talk about this. In a way which is true to themselves and for us it was really like bumbles the catalyst for this platform but we're not we're not the voices you know we create this space but we need the voices to speak about that and so um we um, we did a lot of work internally we worked with a lot of consultants black historians black and um, creative consultants just to make sure that as a team we felt comfortable on understanding the landscape every, you know, all black experiences are slightly different so we can't generalise. It's been a lot of work in before even kind of getting to briefing agencies like yourselves. And for us what was really important was who are those voices who can tell those stories authentically and I mean, you know, we probably could have had My Love is Black Love for like a hundred days, you know, we had so many, you know, we had so many people who we were speaking to but we had people who were big um big talents and big celebrities such as jordan dunn all the way to really emerging um kind of talents who were you know like the brown sugar podcast who was like small of a small community but a a community which people are influenced by as well and so for us it was really about like let's create this platform to tell these stories and so um for over 31 days we had a different story going live and I mean it was a internally an absolute machine with you guys as well there's a sheer amount of content and I can't believe we did that as well but um it was really important for us to like have true true cultural voices and I think as we reading through the feedback and spending a lot of time speaking to our community afterwards what made people so connected to that campaign was because of the cultural voices and the variety of them so it wasn't just the macro it wasn't just the nano it was a huge landscape but everyone has a story and i think that's the most important thing everyone has a story so it's just about allowing that and i think it it was so important to see that and i think for me one of my amazing campaigns one of my favorite campaigns to date and you know it has a lot of personal significance for me as well as a black woman as well but for me it was the the breadth and vastness of the different communities we touched and that was just because of this the sheer amount of different talent that we had and so it was absolutely amazing and you know we had you know different teams and agencies at the set you had the energy power team there and the the energy was amazing i've never been on a set or been somewhere where the energy was so amazing because it was around your authentic like you as a person your authentic story um and i mean i'd watch listen to the stories and i was like wow this is amazing this is so raw but we had to do that by working with real voices and true voices um but yeah still one of my favorite campaigns today we were actually talking about it yesterday and um working up for round two this year
0: Yes, I was about to ask what is what is next for this yeah. for October? So like curious to know. but I, I I love the fact that you said about like it's giving that campaign really gave the the platform for a culture voice, for talents, as you said, from different sides to go out there and speak really raw, you know, like genuinely talk about this story. And I think, Bumble allowing them to go in front of camera and tell their story it was was very touching because even exactly what you said, when we're listening to you know to the videos, you go like, wow, that story is mm-hmm. just amazing. And I'm not sure if they would have an opportunity like Bumble gave to them to go out there and talk, you know, truly in front of camera and to the words about the story and then to create that platform was very, very, very special. And one thing that I noticed uh, from that campaign is that we have 31 stories, right? But then it created uh, a platform for all the, for the community to share the story regardless if they were in the campaign or not. So we saw, you know, like if you go like on the hashtag of the campaign, you saw all the stories yeah. of people that were not involved in the campaign, but they felt inspired to share their mm-hmm. stories as well, because there was a campaign and then they like, and for them to see all the stories, they felt, okay, I will share my story as well. So the UGC created wow. around the campaign was uh, another, you know, phenomenal. uh amazing. Yeah, Amazing. So uh, this year, are we doing again or are you doing different? Yes. No,
1: we've got we've got some things coming. Alex is going to be in touch, (laughs) but we've got some exciting things coming.
0: I can't believe that it's it's October in two months, two months. I know, I know,
1: I know. It's it's just it's crazy. Actually, this year has gone like (laughs) that.
0: No, but like, we'll be delighted to, to support on the campaign. Looking forward to see what, it's, what is coming. Yeah,
1: I'm excited to have you guys
0: work on it as well. Naomi, we could stay here forever because <laughs> I, I love you know uh, having this podcast and be able to talk with amazing people like you. So to wrap up uh, our conversation, so what is the future holds for, do you think, on your perspective, for the digital landscape, but let's talk about influencer marketing, right? So how do you see that industry evolving in the next year and few months? Do you think digital will, will, we know we will continue to be the platform to be for brands, but, you know, looking ahead, what is your view? Yeah,
1: I think it's absolutely going to continue accelerating. Um, I think um, there was an article, which I'm sure you guys, one of the influencers, like one of the original fashion influencers, kind of wrote around this article, Camille Sherry, around how the influencer landscapes changed and how... Um, it used to be this bubble of media now it's kind of changed and exploded and I definitely agree. What I'm seeing now and I kind of see for the future is like, yes, that will continue to accelerate, but I think there'll be even more forging of not just influence workers in like posting or editing, but actually helping curate strategies on the client side, like how do we bring it in a bit more as well, so I think We take my love as black love to a certain extent, all the influencers kind of created the strategy for us. It was more than just them posting, it was was them giving themselves and their time to this campaign and this strategy. So I see the relationship between um, the brand only getting stronger and I see... um, longer-term relationships as well, longer-term partnerships, not just about content, maybe that's giving the time and giving feedback to the agency, having workshops around like what's working, what's not working with the band, what more do they need to do as well, but I can only see it getting really bigger. I think um, the rise of nano and small influence is going to continue to become a, 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 a even greater. I think that's that's the new phase. I see that becoming a larger phase when you're looking at smaller communities and trying to reach them as well. But I, I think it's only going to continue. I think the way that it's going to continue successful is driving meaningful content by driving something that adds value. I think that's the main difference. I think um, people are so susceptible to like advertising, so it needs to be genuine and i think that's the biggest thing but i do see that we're getting there even from the content i sometimes gave and something like oh i didn't even realize this is an influencer post i'm now you know looking at this or buying buying the book you know but they i think it's really just about like how continuing fostering those communities and nurturing those communities it's going to be really really interesting to see but i'm a big proponent of influencer marketing i've always have been i think influencer marketing is um it's not a new industry. There's always been influences and talents. There's always influence, you know, people hold influence as well. It's nothing which is new. I think it's an amazing way for your brand to get out there and forge genuine connections. And, um, you know, to say what we're talking about, show, represent that action by a trusted source. Um, and so I, I really do consider to continue to grow and continue to drive a lot of change, but also you can see the positive there's, there's negatives, and I don't want to dwell on that because we're all aware, but there's so much positivity you can see, like, you know, you can see the impact of this, and I also think that a lot of people um, who we might not consider the traditional influencers will become more of those influencers as well, based on their craft, because I see influencers as, it's not about necessarily just your social following, it's about what do you influence. You can be an author, and have 10,000 followers and be an influencer you can be a teacher but you could be driving so much change in your community and 3,000 followers you know all of those different things is what true influence holds and I think um that's only going to continue by and digital is giving a platform to places who wouldn't have had a voice as well so really important really great do we need more regulation around certain things yes but um that's that's for that's for later
0: day. That's part two. <laughs> that's part two, and I love that you said like it's co creation, right? And I I am truly believer of co creation as well. How to work with influence and not just to create a content based on a briefing that came from a brand, but how they can co create a strategy together. How they can you know guide brands into you know into their strategy, and be part of not just as you said a big collaboration long term that not just involve creating content but being part of this strategy and guiding the brand mm-hmm. to the next step and uh question about experience do you think we will see more hybrid experience as well now that the pandemic is it's 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 uh, is getting a little bit better because i saw that Bumble just, Open or we will open a coffee uh, shop in New York, and I love that. So that means Bumble is coming with more experiential activations as well.
1: I definitely think that's going to come, and I also think people are craving that. So I think when it comes to influencers, people want to see their influence, and a lot of these people were doing events or panels and things. So I definitely think there's a craving of that. So I definitely think. Experiential will continue there'll be a lot more things happening um happening over time etc as well but i think it's needed i think also we we've been we've been at home for such a long time it's like craving getting dressed up and going to a panel talk
0: or something (laughs) it's so true it's so true naomi how can i say like so grateful to have have you today with me thank you so much for your time Uh, again, it's been a pleasure to be working with Bumble and like hopefully we will continue to nurture our partnership and our collaboration and continue to do great things together. You yourself, such an inspirational leader and to see everything you have achieved with Bumble and in your personal life and knowing you met your lovely husband (laughs) at Bumble is is a great story itself. So great inspirational. Thank you so much and for everyone that's listening here, so please Google Naomi. See all the amazing interviews <laughs> that she has done. All her work. She's such an incredible, incredible professional and inspiration. I think you all can see after this conversation how incredible she is. So thank you so much. Appreciate and uh, we will speak soon, hopefully in person. Yes,
1: hopefully in person. Thank you so much for having me and thank you for being a fantastic partner. Um, honestly, we absolutely love MG Empower. So, um, yes, t- cheers to a continued and beautiful partnership as well. So thank Lovely.
0: you. So grateful. So thank you everyone who has been here today listening to our Influencer Marketing on Cover podcast. Please make sure that you're following us on social media And stay tuned for our next episode. Appreciate very much your timing and for listening to us today. Thank you so much. See you soon. Thank you.